Okay, hi, Dumpster Divas. We are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet, and of course, my sister, actual sister. I shouldn't say of course because you weren't here last week. Yes. My real, my real life sister, not uh, <laughs> Taria and not Kendrick and not Donnie, but my sister Kix. Hi, Kix. Hi. I'm so happy to be back. I'm glad, um, glad to be here and ready to talk some shit so yes same i'm happy you're here and um shout out but once again shout out to kendrick shout out to taria yes thank and you shout out to donnie yes thank uh, you for everyone stepping in yes for stepping in and taking over my place as the tom hamlet sister role in this mm-hmm. um they all I, you know i know podcasts you can't see the zoom but they all wore blonde wigs, all yeah. short little bobs. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> it's like you couldn't tell them apart. <laughs> um, no, but happy you are here, obviously. And um, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, we have uh, an exciting guest today, uh, bef- uh, Kiki of the Talk of Shame. Um, we're very excited to chat with yes, her in the next wait. a couple minutes. Uh, before we get to that, though, um, no, I wanted to talk about a couple pod things. We have some exciting things happening. Um so once again, Patreon, uh, we have been covering the real world reboot there, uh, which has been a nice little intro to our Patreon page. But I feel like really the big launch is going to be this coverage of Flavor of Motherfucking Love. Kix and I are watching season one of Flavor of Love on the Patreon, and we are covering every single episode, one to 12 or however many there are. So we are so excited about it. It's going to be hard for me not to... Wait, something I was thinking about, and obviously we can record multiple episodes in a week because we're just posting them there, but like, it's going to be hard for me not to want to binge it. Yeah, I have a feeling that we are going to binge a lot of it and then have to record two in a week. <laughs> I mean, this is an this is a this is a offline conversation, but we can backlog it. Right. So yeah. There, so. No, I, I have I truly haven't watched it in a really long time. Maybe since maybe like, of course, I've seen it multiple times, but definitely like it's been 10 years, I would say. Oh, I revisit. So I am looking forward to revisiting and really, yes. um, really just touching on our childhood. <laughs> it's going to be great. I'm so excited to see a chicken microwaved. Oh, uh, is that in season one or is she in se- Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's season one. Um, wow. But can't wait. And so we're covering that. And then after that, we are going to be covering America. <laughs> August just staring. <laughs> <laughs> After that, we're going to be covering America's Next Top Model, uh, season two, be determined. Um, uh, so once again, support us there. There is a $4 tier and an $8 tier. Our $4 tier gets you everything, as does the $8. The $8 tier is just if you want to chip in a little bit extra yes, to it, support the podcast. You get the, the same podcast. amount of info, the same amount of deets. Um, yes. It's just if you want to send us a few more coins. Right. And... We are happy to do this all for free, but it is a lot of work. So like we, you know, as ads, as, as ads will continue to come in and things like that start to happen. Uh, it's just a nice way for kicks and I to like feel that support. So, um, but once again, the second way to feel support from y'all, actually the first way to feel support from you guys is, uh, by rating and reviewing the podcast on, um, Apple podcasts. So remember five stars review, five star <laughs> reviews only. So uh, at the start of each episode, once again, we like to read a little uh, review from a listener. Um, And we have a special five-star review today from someone you might know. (laughs) Um, So this five-star review comes from Podcaster98755. And uh, 
The title of the review is 10 out of 10 would recommend. Five stars, obviously. And she's, uh, they say, Tom and Kix are not only hilarious and so fun, but also have ASMR level soothing voices. Next part of it. I'd listen to them read the instruction manual of an air fryer if I'm being honest. I'm happy. And you, and you know what? You can pay me. I'm happy to, for, for payment, read anything to you guys on my mic. Do you agree? Yeah, sure. I mean, I wouldn't pay you. <laughs> it's a podcast. If you want to talk, you can talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying I was listening. Oh, you were just staring at me blankly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they say, I like them so much. I'm afraid I'm coming on too strong. XOXO, uh, Nor. We love you, oh, Nor. <laughs> She's the best. Please go follow the Reality Is pod. They were on last week. They are so funny. And they just had Ben and Ronnie from the Watch What Crappens podcast on their podcast, uh, which is so exciting. We're so proud of them. And they charted this week. They were in the top 100 uh, Apple podcasts. We love to see it. In TV and film. And hear it. Yeah, we love to see it. See it and hear it. Um, so... We're going to take a quick break, and we, when we come back, uh, we will chat with Kiki of the Talk of Shame, and we are going to chat Atlanta and New Jersey, all that stuff. We'll talk to you guys in one second. Okay, and we are back uh, with our very special guest this week for our Bravo chat. Uh, we have Kiki of the Talk of Shame on. Uh, if you don't follow her, what are, are you even doing drag? I don't know. <laughs> she is one of uh, my favorite follows of 2020 uh, follow her on tiktok on ig i don't know if she's on twitter or not i'm not a twitter person so we'll, we'll, we'll have on tiktok to... no i said oh, TikTok. you said tiktok sorry um, but she just has insight on everything everything we love so kiki hi hi how are you i'm doing great are you the talk of shame on tiktok too I am the. Yes, the, that's what I thought so. Yeah. The the is very important. I am <laughs> the, the talk yes. of shame. Yes. <laughs> no, but Kiki has like truly the best. I'm, I'm talking about you in third person. But you, you, I should say you. You have such a wonderful insight on breaking down, you know, oh my God, my dog is trying to be a part of this right now. I'm sure my she cat just will like, run across at some point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Her yeah. Cat's I mean, too. Kiki, I should have. Yeah, I should have let you know that my cat yeah, will pop he isn't, up from I think he's behind the pillows. Yeah. Um, no, mm-hmm. you, you just have like such a wonderful insight on what needs to change on our shows and, and you know, not cancel culture, but accountability. And uh, you have so much insight and we're so lucky to have you here today. Thank you so much. Of course. Uh, tell everyone about um, Talk of Shame and like when you started it, how you started all that stuff. Well, the crazy thing was like the talk of shame has always just been my handle. I've just had it forever. I just like, (laughs) but it was just like a place where I just like didn't really use. It was like, I post pictures of myself. Um, But it wasn't, so it wasn't until last year until 2020 that I just like started, you know, I got a TikTok because that's what everyone did in lockdown, right? Like, you know, might as well start a new social media and started, you know, (laughs) using it to sort of, it was kind of started as to like lend my voice to the movement. And then I pivoted to, you know, pop culture, reality TV has always been like my passion. So I figured I can apply my social justice lens to the things I really love. And that was kind of how I got into the Bravo stuff and like that. So it's been nice to like do both of the things because, you know, I'm not a niche person. Like everyone, you get on TikTok, everyone tells you like, you got to find a niche. And then, so I was like, oh, but I like to talk about all the things. And they're like, that'll never work. So I like that it's working. So I'm like, cool. 
Yeah, no, it's working great. You like a lot of your like sound bites come up on my TikTok quite often. And I like listen to them and I'm like, oh my gosh, let's talk a shame. <laughs> it happens That's every awesome. once in a while. I love it. I know. I, you know, I, I feel ancient because I'm like, I'm not on TikTok yet. I like watch the TikToks. Like I know your TikTok via your Instagram. And like I watch everyone sharing TikToks on Instagram. I just like, I can't quite get there yet and I, I need to get there because I know that's where everyone is but like and I know we need a dumpster dive pod TikTok where we do things there I, I don't know what we would do because I don't know TikTok but like I pl- applaud you for your Scorsese level editing skills because I f- truly feel like anyone who's taking to TikTok <laughs> is like a a film and TV major editor or something because I don't know how you do it well I feel like I'm still like I haven't perfected a transition even like I'm still jealous of the people who have like perfected that so I'm like I can do the basics but I still feel way less advanced than the others (laughs) it's truly crazy what some of the like some of these people can do I don't even understand I made one TikTok well I made two um (laughs) the first one didn't get that many (laughs) what was the first one um the first one was my two cats like batting at each other and the soundbite was Kim Kardashian and Chloe going, you're such a fucking liar. Like smacking each other with the purse. It didn't um, get a hit. The second one I made, <laughs> the second one I made was like a cringe video that got like so many views. Wait, what was that one? I can't remember it. It was like these this horrible straight couple like doing this sound bite of like, dang. Oh, yeah. Da- <laughs> it's disgusting. That's a lie. Wait. And then I tried to make. Oh, go ahead. Keep- I tried to make another yeah. one. Of me like watching the video and then like stomping on it because that's like the thing that kids do, and <laughs> I couldn't figure, it, figure out. it out for like four right, hours. Right. So I was just like, nah. Well, I so okay. I sh- I'm lying. I did make three TikToks. I made I because I am not really anymore because of COVID, but I was a spin instructor, and so I would make choreography videos on. I tried to start making choreography videos on TikTok where I would like I would like choreograph a dance on my bike here in my living room. I love it. Like in the peak of COVID, and like yeah, do, it was really it, cool. It, it, it was fun. Um, so I did do three of those, and then it was just like this is so much work. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I can't do this anymore. Um, so I started a podcast instead, um, which is uh, about twenty thousand times. <laughs> I was more gonna work. say that seems like way harder. <laughs> I was like, everyone keeps being like, yeah. start the podcast, and I'm like, ah, oh, but like I can just roll out of bed and not have to brush my teeth and just like make a TikTok, but like for sixty seconds seems so much easier. <laughs> no, it's the the. I encourage everyone to start a podcast. Do it. Why not? It's it's a it's a platform that is great, but it, it is more work than you ever realize it to be. Wow. You know, so Kiki's like, wow, sucks to be you. <laughs> She's like, I have 20,000 followers on Instagram and a billion views on TikTok. And I don't, I don't have to do very much. <laughs> yeah, well, so I am starting a podcast. I think I'm lucky, though, because it came through a media company and they're giving me a producer. If I did not have that, I would not. mm -mm. (laughs) Well, congrats. That's so exciting. Yeah. That's huge. Congratulations. The producer of this podcast is in the chat and it's me. (laughs) (laughs) You're looking at him. So if your producer needs any (laughs) advice, tell him to tell him or her or they to call me. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Wait. So before we get into Bravo stuff, I did want to, well, we have to start yeah. by asking you what we ask all of our guests, uh, and that is uh, who 
or what show made you a dumpster diva? And we say that because uh, we are, it's a reclamation of people calling us trash for our taste in reality television. So where did your journey begin? And not only where, but like, who was it on that screen that you were like, well, I'm obsessed with this genre. Oh gosh. I mean, it's so hard because I, I'm easily swayed by like the last thing I saw. So that's the problem with me. I'm like, oh, it was totally that. And I just yeah. rewatched or I just watched real world homecoming. And we, uh, as did we, yeah. yeah. So I was like, yes. this is, I was like, this is it. This is obviously where it all began because like that is what I remember. I mean, I remember thinking like, I just, I want to go to New York, you know, and I want to, I'm going to live in a loft and, you know, and it was, you know, and it was also just so interesting because, you know, real world homecoming, just, it opened my eyes to like how blind I was just as like a kid growing up in the suburbs. Like I too thought Kevin was the angry black man. And here I am a black woman with my black family. And I still thought Kevin was the angry black man. And looking back on it, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I can see, you know, all I cared about was Julie and Eric yeah. and their romance. And like, you know, yeah. I went to, I mean, I went to the mall to see Eric Nice, like who was on the grind at the time, you know? <laughs> um, so I like, I feel like, you know, that's the one that sticks out to me right now. But honestly, like the one that I really thought that I would actually be a part of, like I said, like I'm going to be on the show was mm -hmm. Amazing Race. Cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. We love we love all genres, like including competition reality. I personally love competition reality. Like I think that's kind of what got me into Bravo is just like watching people truly at their <laughs> lowest and worst. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just screaming at each other about like watermelons being thrown at their face. Like it's amazing. <laughs> Not that but, video. Like, we <laughs> Yeah. You're familiar with we, the viral video of Amazing Race where the woman gets the watermelon catapulted into I, her that's, skull. I, I was like, you, when you said it, I was like, that sounds very familiar. Yes. <laughs> Tom never, we've never watched Amazing Race. But no, I, told, I have. I, I have watched Tom, it. Okay. I showed Tom that video and I was like, this is going to <laughs> no this year, Yeah, life. this year. No, I had never seen that video until this year. I'm like, I don't know where I've been. And nothing makes me laugh harder than like falling videos or, you know. It's like, horrible, Tom. I, I know it's an awful characteristic of me, but like if someone falls, forget it. Like I'm like, I'm done for. Like, like I'm like, that's fucking Lucille Ball. Like, <laughs> so I was dying over Thanksgiving. We were watching. I watched this one get catapulted. You skull not, crushed. You were weak. I know. I was like on the I can cry right now. It's so funny to me. <laughs> no, Amazing Race oh is great, gosh. though. And it's so fun. I think what's so cool about those shows, and we don't have this as much anymore, is like watching people like you be on shows, not to be on a reality show, to be a reality yeah. star, but just because they want to compete in something. Yeah. And all mm -hmm. of our shows, even our competition reality shows now, like outside of like a cooking show, like a Nailed It or like a... Uh, Top Chef. Yeah, I would say Top Chef's not like yeah, but, that pretentious. Yeah, really. Yes, but Top Chef, they're they want they do want people to know who they are because then people will come to their restaurants. But like Yeah, that's true. Like we don't have people who go compete on shows like they used to without an agenda. And there's something so mm -hmm. fun about it. Yeah. You know? And the same with the real world. Like with real world the first couple seasons or the first ten seasons, even those people, they weren't going on for fame. They were going on uh, just to experience something different and new, you know? And so it's something that 
can, is lacking. And, and unfortunately, I don't think we can ever go back on it anymore because like social media has just changed what reality television is and who reality stars are Yeah, that I, I, you know, I don't know if we can ever go back on that, but I mean, those, the first like and survivor, I guess survivor and amazing race still stay in that kind of realm. But so many of the cast members from amazing race will often switch over to survivor, things like that. So people still like, I think go on them today to, to use it as a platform to like make this their gig, you know? To get yeah. that fit fun. I mean, I still, well, that's why I still give respect to MTV's The Challenge, because even though, yes, those people do want to be famous, it is a very specific circle. Like you don't really, they don't introduce a whole lot of people to it. So they're already there. So when they're coming back over and over, they legitimately want to like test their endurance because the challenges only get more insane every year. And I think they just want to test themselves like, and like, be like, I still do it. I just... I literally just started watching the challenge um, because of the all-stars um, All Stars season that I was like, I guess this is a good time because I don't know truly anything about it. And now I'm obsessed. I, I can't get over the fact that MTV was like, you know what we're going to do? We're just going to put everyone's ideas from the office into <laughs> one show and see how it goes. Like they go to the club, they do these crazy competitions, but then they live like in a nice ass house. So it's like uh, big yeah. brother, survivor, real world. It's I love crazy. It. Some, I'm I'm loving All Stars, the challenge All Stars on Paramount Plus. I just watched the uh, the second episode today because it I like it when they're partying and it's more fun. The the challenge uh double agents that's airing right now on MTV, it's a little too like Olympics to me. Like it's so serious. The challenges are so hard and the drama isn't as fun and they're not going out obviously because of COVID. they filmed in COVID and everything, but I miss like the seasons where they're just like you know, sometimes I just want to see a fist yeah. fight between two <laughs> two white straight guys who like had 10 too many PBRs. <laughs> Sometimes that just hits right, you know, yeah. Kiki. And I think it is it's true. I think and it's always about like, you know, who they have on. Like they're this double agents. I wasn't particularly fond of like a large part of the cast. They were fine, but they weren't right. like my favorite. So it was kind of like, I'm going to watch it, of course. But, you know, when they get the right mix of people, it's like perfect. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so I started um, Bloodlines. Okay. Bloodlines. Yeah. No, but the second so Bloodlines, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Which was so good. In like the there's some people on there that are from like Are You the One that I, I again I don't know any of these people I don't know who Johnny Bananas is until truly oh, wow. a week ago. Yeah. But like, there's this girl. I'm gonna use the term girl <laughs> because she <laughs> looks. I was like, I gasped when I saw her and I was like, this woman is 16. I was so confused. She was like, she's from Are You the One? And I looked it up and she is like Tom's age or something. And I was like, work. She looks so <laughs> tiny and little. But, <laughs> I just oh don't God. get it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm excited for your journey kicks. I did. I binged the challenge in quarantine, like in the beginning of quarantine, because that was it was a blind spot for me, too. So. Um, wait, so before we get to Bravo, I want to touch briefly on a couple of sort of like things that have happened in this, the reality sphere. Mm -hmm. One of which I, I, this is not my realm. We, I don't watch Kardashians, but I just want to touch on the Chloe situation that's been going on this week a little bit because we'd be remiss not to speak on it a little bit. It's, it's hard because I, for those that don't know, she, um, 
so her her grandma sorry it's kind of funny that her grandma did it but her <laughs> grandmother posted this photo of her where she okay first of all looks stunning okay like there's yeah. nothing more beautiful to me than just like no makeup and like just like me like a person in their truest like that's that's her and her just like you know like pool with family form and like that's beautiful but like it's been all this scandal and it's and then she took to lie ig live and like did a live about showing her body which i thought was really scary and you know i i don't know i just want to talk about it a little bit and like are, are we at fault because like have we done this to chloe or has her sisters done this to her her own self-esteem you know i i, I don't know where the line is with plastic surgery and I think overall I want Chloe to know that everyone loves her. Like Chloe is the Kardashians for most people. Like the show. Like people watch the show for Chloe and for her being the reason we love the show in the beginning is because she is like she was every everyone yeah. and then she's transformed and I don't know what, what are y'all what are y'all's thoughts? I mean, I have always said it. Like whatever you want to do to yourself to make you happy, I'm never going to judge anyone, you know? Like do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And yes, I also understand what it feels like to, you know, be insecure about your body and be always worried about pictures. Like when, you know, if my friends take pictures of me, I'm always like, no, like don't post that. Oh, I look terrible. Like don't post that. So I get that side of it too. The difference is, is that like, I have not affected generations of women. I mean, you could put up, yeah, you know, Chloe, Kardashian, Brielle, Beerman. Um, I'm trying to think of all, like, you know, all of the women you could put next to each other. Um, oh, the- One of the, um, one of like the- Yeah, Rena. yeah, Amelia, yeah, Amelia like, Gray. Um, and, and like Amelia, the, the yeah. guests from Below Deck uh, Sailing, like the newest guest that was part of the family. Oh my God. The daughter. Yes, you know, yes. you could put them all four and then it'd be like, they're the same person because like right. that is like now the look. And that look was achieved through heavy editing. It's not a realistic look. And that is my problem is that like, mm-hmm. you have perpetuated this idea that women can look this way. Nobody can look this way without an entire photo editing, video editing team on staff. Yeah. Right. I mean, she has a show called, Re- or had a show called Revenge Body. Right. Like, it's like you got this way because of your wealth and because of Facetune. And like, again, it's like she can perpetuate her own self on Instagram as a brand, but ultimately she is still a person that all, like you were saying, Kiki, so many people look at her being like, that's what I want. I want that. I want that kind of body. I want that flat stomach. And like, it's just, it's what thing, what's upsetting to me is that it was blown way out of proportion with in the on her fault um i think it's her fault sorry to blame her for this but it's like she made it a bigger deal than it was like i think just showing like your natural self will make people understand that it's okay to have cellulite by the pool no one gives a fuck like and tom and i always tom always tells me this like it's just people are constantly thinking about themselves way more than they're thinking about True. you. So it's yeah. like when you're posting pictures or e- not even posting, when you're laying by the pool and you're insecure about like my 
stomach or cellulite or who like everyone is thinking that about themselves Mm -hmm. too so it's just like that was my issue is that she had to she came back on live and was like here's my body and it's just like i honestly don't care like i liked you before this and i still i adore chloe i think she's wonderful but it's just like i don't know it it screams body dysmorphia and i'm not i'm not a clinical any way of the form but it's like as someone who has had eating disordered issues it's just like this is a problem Mm -hmm. and like she's just perpetuating that stereo not even stereotype i don't know she's just making it worse she's like like, you know like we, we we've spent this past year right just everybody reiterating this like mantra of like know how to use your privilege in this moment that was where she could have like stood up for body positivity and said, you know what? Yeah, this is my body. Get over it. She wasn't going to lose mm-hmm. any sponsorships. She wasn't going to, lo- the only thing she was going to get is maybe a few trolls who talk about her, but that was going to, that's going to happen on either side regardless, right? Like, doesn't matter what you do. Right. You're going to have people who are like hating on you. So it just, to me means that like, you don't really stand for that. And so that's, like I don't know like I don't know like I I want people who stand for body positivity doesn't really matter what size you are like I just want you to stand for that mm-hmm. so right yeah it's, it, it's it's just upsetting and it's it's the machine that is that that family has done it to her and I can't I cannot imagine what goes on behind closed doors just with herself over since since the beginning of this franchise, you know, I, I, I can't imagine. And my heart goes out to her and I just want, I just want to reiterate to her, even though there's actually no chance in hell she'd ever listen to this. Um, but you I, never know. I, I just want to reiterate to her that everyone loves her. Like everyone loves her and everyone yeah. has always thought she was beautiful. And whenever people have criticism, it's because we just want her to be happy. And we act, everyone, yeah. I really think everyone roots for her, you know, and like everyone just wants to see, the best version of her on the screen so except i i didn't root for her um yeah tristan situation mm-hmm. that's the only yeah, time sure. i didn't i didn't like how they did jordan no. no no speaking of revenge body jordan has gotten hers she has like been work i know this is so off not really off topic but unimportant but she has i follow her on instagram has been posting left and right about she's just weightlifting and it is oh wow like, cinched i haven't sh- yeah i followed her too but she hasn't shown up in my feed lately i'm gonna have to go look at it well instagram I'm sure is like after this they're all like, listening yeah, yeah. she will just because we about, talked about it yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah um okay well we are gonna take a quick little break and we will come back with kiki uh to talk everything uh housewives we'll be back in one second okay and we're back <laughs> hi kiki Hi. <laughs> now, Kiki, when when once again, let your let your your producer call me about how breaks work, okay? <laughs> um, no, we are here to talk about Bravo, of course. We, one thing we didn't talk about in our like little like hot topic section was, and this is Bravo related. I think this Real Houses of Dallas reunion thing that's going around Instagram is a ploy to get people to watch Real Houses of Dallas. <laughs> Okay. It totally <laughs> like, is that. And I'm watching it, but when I say I don't care about it, I I watch it like the next day. Like like 
I watch Atlanta and I watch New Jersey. Like it's appointment viewing for me. It's like my me time. I like make my cocktail. I watch my show, you know, like it's my stories. But like with Dallas, I'm like, I'm like on the treadmill. I'm like, I guess this would make the time go by a little bit faster right through on this. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just don't care about it that much. And, and well, Kix and I are from Dallas too. Okay. Um, and I don't know, Dave Quinn posted, tweeted like something happens that has never happened on a Housewives franchise before. And I saw so many people being like, does it get canceled during the reunion? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, well, that would make me want to watch it. But like, I feel like it's almost like a ploy to get us to watch this. What do you, does anyone have any ideas of what happens or why I should care? Only from, I mean, I posted it in my story today and someone commented that they heard that the Brandy Redmond and her husband situation comes up and that it's all exposed. Again, who who cares? That didn't make me want to watch it. <laughs> but but that has been exposed the least before. Interesting part. Yeah, I mean, so we'll. I mean, but you know, maybe there's some they're admitting to stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Now, okay, it doesn't seem likely. I said this a couple episodes ago, and if this happens, go back. I need to find the episode I said it in, and and we can <laughs> write it down. Okay. I had an idea that on the reunion, Leanne Locken should walk on, not say a fucking word, but bring a chair, drag a chair on like she did. Like, because remember, Brandy pulled a chair out from like production and set it in the middle of the reunion being like, sit here because you're racist. And what I want, (laughs) what I want Leanne to do is say nothing and just walk on stage, drag a chair, put it in the middle and then just like walk off. Like literally not say a word and then just Brandy sit there. So if Leanne makes an appearance and does that, I just want everyone to know that I came up with that idea first. Okay. It was totally your idea. Someone <laughs> also told me, I didn't get a chance. I meant to look it up. Someone also told me that Carrie Duber was in, in New York. York. Yeah, I saw so, that. So I don't know what she would have to do with anything though. I know. Who would be like, so Brandy's gone. We're going to bring on Carrie Duber to talk about this season. Like what does she have to what? do with this season? Unless she has some okay, bombshell wait, to drop. <laughs> weirdly, Carrie... So Tom and I's friend, our old neighbor, honestly, neighbor growing up, shot Carrie's um, headshots and brand shots for their office. Wait, oh, oh Alexa did? Well, yes. Yeah. Well, I don't care. <laughs> if anything, it's promotion. She's a photographer. Yeah, honestly, let me find her Instagram. You guys should follow her if you're in Dallas and need photography. Yes. Um, I forgot <laughs> about that. Um yeah, so I, I don't know. Who knows? I don't want to talk about Dallas anymore. We're done with that. No, okay. Alexa Vossler <laughs> yes. photo. Follow her. She's a great Cheers. photographer if you're in Dallas. Um, <laughs> so let's jump into, uh, let's talk Atlanta first. Um, yeah. So, you know, first of all, shout out to Big Frida. I love Big Frida so much. I was like, and I was so, what are you, what is everyone's thoughts about her being present for what is Big Frida's pronouns? I want to make sure I get that right. Is it is she her or is she they them? It's easier to just say they in, in general. So yeah, yeah, let's just say they. Um, yeah. So they, you know, they're no stranger to reality. They, Big Frida had a reality show, you know. So I don't think that they would be that upset to be present for like some sort of drama. So I part of me didn't understand why it was such a big deal that they were sitting at the table when drama happened, but then. I, I also seemed like Big Frida was kind of upset. I, what, what did you guys think? Yeah, I felt like there was a weird... I felt like they were, like, really uncomfortable. I don't know. I could feel the tension. I It just was... 
something I will before we get into this I will just say there was nothing more heartwarming than seeing all of the Atlanta girls see Big yeah. Frida walk in they were genuinely so excited, oh, so excited. and <laughs> I was like this is wonderful because I like no Big Frida just because of like pop culture world but I had no idea that they were like a household name oh yeah <laughs> well I mean Beyonce alone I mean, like, Big Frida is the intro of Formation, if nothing else. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and, like, you already know, you already know is iconic. And, okay, if you don't know the song Karaoke with Lizzo and Big Frida, I don't know what you're doing, but that is such a bop. It was before Lizzo was, like, super famous. Go listen to it. It's everything. I would play it right now, but um, it, we would get, you know, copyright problems. Once again, tell your producer, Kiki, that you can't play music, okay, on your podcast, okay? okay? <laughs> no, <laughs> no what, but Kiki, what did you think about that? Do you think Big Frida was here for the drama or no? It, well, it didn't seem, I think, you know, everything's edited, right, to like this weird place. But even after editing, Marlo was so awkward the entire time that I can only imagine what the unedited, like, room was feeling because... A, Marla was putting Big Frida on blast and being like, telling this like obscure story of like, if you had a friend and this friend, and I was having trouble following the story and and we knew the story. And I was like, (laughs) and then it was like, and then it was just a weird fight. It was just a weird, it was, it was the first time I was like, Marlo, like you are making me feel really awkward right now. Like, what are you doing? You really like, are you, do you need a storyline? Did you, did you really want a peach? I didn't think you really wanted a peach. Like I couldn't get what she was doing and i felt like that's what big frida was feeling because i was just like this doesn't make sense yeah you're right you're right i think i think that they're feeling like this is fake i think is what we're not saying like like yeah i think that's <laughs> what the three of us aren't saying is that this fight is fake you know it feel yeah. it feel the stripper drama is becoming a bit of a beverly hills storyline uh, yeah it's the beverly hills threesome and the of it thing all. is like, is they go around the table and everyone is like i don't care if if she did it and it's like when kenya said she's like i literally don't care it's like okay so you really are just doing this for a storyline on the show then because like there's no kenya other reason drives me fucking crazy oh, crazy yeah. she's like talking she, like i don't know i know we've talked about this at nauseum it's just like how many times do we have to bring up the fact that you don't believe portia also who the fuck cares like if she had sex with bolo or not consensual as long as it was consensual great yeah like who she's cares? single and it's like <laughs> yeah. i i loved how portia and candy the whole time like the way they just sort of like curve them to the left like Portia was like, yes. yep, yep, okay, I slept with everybody. I slept with everybody. I slept with the stripper. I slept with you. So are we done? Okay, so cool. What do you what do you got now? And right. it was just like, where do you go from that? Because it's just like, I don't care. And Candy's like, I don't care if I didn't. Like it was none of my I don't care if she slept with a stripper. And I wouldn't tell you. And why is it why do you why does it matter? And move on. And so I liked how they were both the whole time. Cause like you can't go anywhere from there. That's why I think it right. got awkward. Mm-hmm. Well, so what do you so I you know, what What do you think is to happen next with Atlanta in general? I mean, I don't know because it's like, okay, we've had the wedding. We've had the bachelorette party. No, 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 excuse had... me. Sorry. I mean like f- casting, like oh, the future okay. because like just because it's clear we're at a standstill. They're, they're, they're re- yeah. regurgitating storylines and like mm-hmm. it's clear that we don't 
have much else here this season outside of like the stripper drama because it just continues to get brought up. And like, what do we do to make this show a little bit better? And once again, I always have a great time watching it. It's not that I don't enjoy it. It's just like what there, there needs to be something different in the cast. What do you think that is? I mean, I think that the only people that were like sort of unnecessary, maybe this season Cynthia I mean like it's like and I like Cynthia as a person but like I there's nothing really there that I need um and I'm always gonna want Portia I'm always gonna want Candy and I really always want Marlo but just this new Marlo who wants to have this relationship with Kenya and make it be a thing is is a weird is a weird Marlo Mm -hmm. um and Latoya's out apparently as of this week. She yeah. said that she's oh, really yeah. Latoya said yeah, somewhere that she's she's like I'm not coming she's back. She's commented on Instagram like posts and stuff like for the past I would say since like the um, Bachelorette party started airing, she's been posting like I'm out, I'm done, blah blah blah. But then she posted there was kind of like a dull a lull I guess in the posting and she like said something again they she like commented on someone's comment and was like the comment said I wish Latoya was out and Latoya said yeah I like me too I hate her or something like that so it was like I think she's done but there was like an article and I don't know if it was like fabricated or not but and once again it's not like it's these articles mean anything but when you see when you see an article I'm like it's real (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but there was an article that said Latoya is like not is confirmed not coming back for season uh, fourteen or whatever the next season is. So I, I think Fallon has something that I don't know, but I, she hasn't been on the show. Like she's not really even a friend of the season. Like she's yeah. been in like two episodes, but I feel like she has good drama and just like in her life, but. Uh, well, that's what I'm really wondering. Know. So if Latoya is out, I mean, I know the rumors were going around that she like made the like slurs towards Fallon at the you know Halloween mm-hmm. party, but we still haven't heard it. Yeah, I really hope they're not trying to like hold it all the way to the reunion to like gotcha her and surprise us because I think that's also a really weird thing. Oh, but if that did come out of the reunion, and if that's you know the reason why she's leaving because she doesn't want to take the heat, I don't know. Yeah, get off housewives like it is heat especially if you're saying racial slurs like andy will bring it up yeah and if andy doesn't then the internet will yeah (laughs) for sure yeah i yeah i don't know and i you know i have always been a shamia person i always thought shamia is so entertaining and i don't i never understood why she wasn't like a housewife because i think that she would be good for the show and she's like working her ass off on like being on this season essentially just to like be an additional presence in a storyline there but what, what do you yeah. what do you think about her i mean i like shamia and that's why i was surprised when they were in new orleans and you know portia left after that dinner and kenya and latoya were laughing about like oh portia just left her friend here and i'm yeah. like shamia probably wanted to stay she probably yeah. wanted to yeah. keep filming it's like a show. She probably- <laughs> she's also friends with everyone yeah. too like it's yeah that was um, so funny to me, though. Yeah, that was so funny. Well, someone, I think it was last week, Taria, I think, said she was on the podcast last week. And I think she was saying that there is something about Shamia's husband 
that he didn't want to be on camera or something like that in the previous previous seasons when like she was a friend of. Um, so like a certain I don't know. thing. Um, but I thought it was so funny that Candy literally in the middle of the night was like, "There's a hurricane, I'm out," and just like got. I don't give like... a shit about this show. Like, let me get out of here. She's the richest one. She doesn't need to be sitting around. Yeah, yeah. she's like, I have a job. Yeah, I have things so to do. gotta go. Bye. And then, <laughs> of course, Drew's to... vacation gets wrecked by a hurricane. I know. It's like poor Drew. She just can't win. Yeah, I know. I would say that it was incredibly more successful than in Kenya's some of the other vacations I've seen, aka Kenya's. Yeah, I just can't wait to get back. Truthfully, I just can't wait to get back to a place where we are post vaccine and we can go to real places because i mean as much as i love domestic travel like these <laughs> right but that's not why we watch the show this is like yeah like these i'm like i can go on this trip i can carry my own groceries into the house like this doesn't feel fun and like and like guys like i've been unemployed for a year but i could afford this nola trip <laughs> <laughs> like I know. Every- I was like, you're at Indigo. Like, I mean, like, yeah. I love Indigo. It's a great hotel, but it's like, I, I can get it on, you know, hotels.com. Right. And like that dive bar <laughs> dinner they went to where they were eating like alligator and like fried clams. I'm like that, like, I want to go there, but like, I'm like, that literally is something I could afford like on the last day before my next unemployment check hits. <laughs> we'll say though that Acme is, that is my favorite, one of my favorite restaurants in New Orleans. So, so like, I've never been. That they were good at. Oh my gosh. Like I love New Orleans. It's like my soul city. Like I go, I used to go there at least, at least once a year, if not twice, if I could. And uh, that's like the, the grilled oysters there are. Uh, so I'm going, there. well, Kix and I both are going there at the end of June. So I want to get, I want to get offline. I want to get your food recommendations and stuff because I, I yes. have no idea. Oh yeah. I have a whole spreadsheet that I saved actually to a highlight because I, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a spreadsheet <laughs> maker, much like Tiffany moon. And so I've co- like, I've collected all of the places I love, all the activities I love, all the restaurants. Oh I, my love. God, I, I love it. <laughs> That's so wonderful. We will um, be. No, I really, I, I literally will hit you up about that. Um, okay. No, but uh, one other thing I want to talk about was Taria also uh, Taria it's like Taria is not here but Taria is always here (laughs) Taria told me that she heard so this is a real rumor mill here that Marlo is claiming that she is on a lot of pills because of back problems which is why she went on this like tirade that was made no sense at dinner well I wonder if that's coming up in the next episode because they talk someone's like i think it's probably portia they are talking about how marlo's lying but right before that there's a clip of marlo talking about her back (laughs) i don't understand which i get it because frankly i am having back problems i did fall down the stairs when you didn't tell me that ago like a month ago in when i was like on set (laughs) wait what oh you did tell me that you did tell me that yes yes And I've been having back problems ever since. And then today I was like, huh, that's why my back hurts from when I tumbled down a flight of stairs. So cool. The lie, though, Relatable content. About, <laughs> the lie that they're saying is about her having lipo. Like she's saying it's yes. her back, oh, yes. but that she had lipo. Either way, she could, you, you take pills for either one, right? Right. <laughs> now, speaking of lipo, we've talked about they were they the end of the episode they were at dinner at Blaze, which is the new steakhouse. Now, Blaze looked vi- like a like a Hell's Kitchen steakhouse. 
Do you know what I mean? Do you know? <laughs> nice. Do you know what I mean? Like it looks like a place you go and help because Hell's Kitchen has good restaurants in New York City, but like they're not the best. Like that's not where a foodie goes. Like a foodie's going like downtown. Like you're going the only no. Don't disrespect you, Empanada Mama. Okay. That if you're going to Hell's Kitchen, you're gonna eat. But is that at a 4 foodie a. spot? You're going to Empanada Mama. Okay, well I'm not talking about four a.m. I'm talking about steakhouse. <laughs> if you're going to a steakhouse in the city. Where do you go? I don't know, but I don't think you're going to like it looks like Blaze, the steakhouse looks gay adjacent to me. And gay adjacent <laughs> places you don't want to eat food at. <laughs> As you've Probably. learned from going to Sir. <laughs> Except Miss I think the problem is just like the Atlanta aesthetic. Like Atlanta is a really good foodie place. Like uh-huh. I have so many good, I mean, meals there. But there's also just like this weird aesthetic because it's like kind of like the the black and gold shiny like sign outside. Club. Yeah, it has a very yeah. it has like a Euro <laughs> trash aesthetic to it that I don't love. I'm not drawn yeah. to. Yeah, I think it looked really nice. It was like it felt like Atlanta, right? And it like I'm always yeah. I'm always going to be drawn to anything that has seafood, like mm-hmm. you know. I just think it like black people love crab legs, so if they have crab legs. <laughs> they're gonna black people yeah. will go and it's atlanta so i think that's like i think that's their, their targeted demographic i don't know i just a, a, a backyard fire does not a classy establishment make <laughs> i have to disagree i know i just think they thought that like if we installed this like high-end fireplace in the back like it's sold and i'm like i don't i feel like you're coming for them really hard <laughs> no candy's fine i can i like, i don't think candy's infrastructure will fall by my words about the steakhouse like <laughs> i think our bank account's fine and i also think people no matter what it looked like would still go because it's candy's restaurant exactly i just think it was it was not as as it wasn't what i wanted but but you know i don't know maybe i'm being a snob I think um, it's a mix. Of but both. you're you're from New York, right? Or you lived in New York, right, Kiki? Yeah, I was there for like basically like 15, 16 years. Yeah. Right. So do you what do you think I'm off base about my Hell's Kitchen food <laughs> statement? No, I don't think you're off at all. I think one, you're right. Like it, she, it's Candy's restaurant, so everyone's gonna come regardless. So like the interior design firm that she probably could have spent way more money with. She's like, I don't need to like people will come. I just need it to be like, okay. And two, I think they all, they did want to have sort of like a loungy club element to it. Mm-hmm. So they took that, that is like the look of Atlanta and they kind of went with that. Cause it works. In, it does work in places. Yeah. And so it's very Atlanta is what I'll say. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well let's, uh, let's bop over to in New Jersey. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay, so something I want to just start with New Jersey in general with this season, a thought. And once again, you everyone can disagree with me here, but I just it feels a, so many of so many storylines right now are feeling so painted on. I feel like on a lot of franchises for some reason, and I'm not liking it. Like I'm like, like if the Melissa Joe fight. I couldn't get my I couldn't get a grasp on it because by the time first I felt it was real. I was like, oh, we have something real. And then the way they were able to get over it by pranking each other, I was like, this feels like you guys planned this. And then someone I I, I feel bad when I don't credit people appropriately, but someone posted, I think oh no, Monty posted about this. Monty said, like, Joe keeps saying that that Melissa had the busiest year of her life, but it's 2020 <laughs> and she couldn't go to these places. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. What are, what are y'all's thoughts? Uh, I think, I mean, I famously, I say this almost every episode, love a good, like, boring television. So, like, I like the, I'm loving Atlanta this season just because it's pretty stacked. <laughs> okay. And I have a feeling that that's what I'm going to love about Jersey this season is that it's going to be this Jackie, Teresa thing. Even though they, quote unquote, swish, swish, squashed it. It's going to come back up because Teresa is petty. But like, I don't know. I, what else can they do, though? It's like they're all working really hard to like make television for us. And I don't. I don't think that they like have a lot to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think like, you know how they say like there's like a saying where it's like when you're busy, like at work, you're busy at life and like it like sort of just like mirrors each other. And then if you have like a boring job, your life becomes boring and like. I feel like because like we're COVID times where we're just like, everything's been so boring, like their lives reflect that, even though they're like trying to do <laughs> yeah. stuff. And That's so it point. feels very slow and they're just trying to like, yeah, I had to, you know, because I, I got really behind on my Bravo this week, which I feel so shameful for. And I was like, I want to watch Jersey before, you know, we talk. And I had to like rewind it like seven times because I, I, get kept, it. <laughs> I kept picking up my phone because I was so bored. And I was like, I've missed the entire scene because I'm just like, this is so. And then when I watched it, I was like, this is why I'm, I'm looking away. It's so fake. It's so put on. Yeah. I was like, everything about it is, is I can't, I don't believe any of it. The, the truly the best part of the episode was Jackie's husband saying, I honestly, every fight happens at a meal. So we should just give them a power bar and go do activities. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think See, that was, I mi- yeah i missed the line because i was like not paying attention <laughs> i freaking cackled i was laughing so hard i could not handle the joe and melissa fight oh my god they're picking i don't know if you can hear but there's ice cream truck right now <laughs> can you hear that no i no. can't oh it's it's loud on my end um welcome to new york um no i <laughs> The Joe Gorga Melissa fight, I just feel like they like rehearsed it in their bedroom before they did it, you know? And like. Well, Teresa looked shocked. She was like, wait, what? Like, why are you bringing this up? <laughs> yeah, it was just, I, I, I don't yeah. know. I just, and I also don't care. No. <laughs> nobody believes that like you guys are going to get a divorce. Like, nobody believes, like, it's just not the storyline you can go for because no, nobody believes that. And nobody believes that you think that Melissa is fame hungry because, you know, we've seen the Reddit, the subreddit of like Giuseppina, the, the sixth housewife. Right. Who's Joe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like nobody believes that either. No. Um, yeah, I, I just, so yeah, I, just I don't know. There's just, it's just, yeah, it's not working. And like the, the moments that are real is when Marge and Jen are fighting because they're actually exactly. fighting about something real. Like Jen is throwing Marge under the, under the bus about things she shouldn't. Marge is coming back at her. Marge, the Marge and Joe thing, I thought that was real too. I think she gets mad that Joe, Joe is getting in the mix with drama that he shouldn't be in. Like because she's actually friends with Jackie and she doesn't want Jackie to not like mm-hmm. Joe or her. Like that's real. But like the gore, I think that Melissa might get cut after the season or get a friend of package moment or do you not think so no i don't think so i don't think those jersey women are are changing at all because i love dolores i love marge i love 
Gen 4 show, not for real my life personally. Um, and I also think Teresa needs to be there because uh, New Jersey would implode the state actually if she got kicked off the reality <laughs> show. <laughs> she would she would aim to implode. She would table like flip the state of off. New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, I do find that I. <laughs> What frustrates me, I love Marge so much. I was a little bit frustrated with her once again bringing up like Jen's drinking. And again, it was like out of trying to get her back for saying that horrible thing about the situation with her old boss, like when she was a kid. And so it was just like, why are like, but like you're saying that is a real, that storyline is real. And she's feeling like this because of her mom. And it's all there it just kind of like stung a little bit because i like, think it's a low blow I, and i don't think it's real yeah. i think it's jen deserves deserves to get a little blackout at a pool party when she's having to run a family during covid you know don't, do you think so yeah like i look my I, I don't have kids my friends have kids i love kids i love hanging out with them i also love leaving them like if i spend <laughs> four hours with them i'm just like i don't know how people do this 24 7 and she has how many jen has five five it's like you know come on marge you know you know what that's like and you know i did appreciate you know jackie in the confessional at least sticking up and being like you know i had a career and i stayed home with my kids and like it's easier to go to work sometimes you know yeah mm-hmm. so but yeah one thing okay i wanted i did want to ask you so like i thought it was funny when you know the kids showed up to Jersey because they're going to do the you know memorial for No No, and I thought it was so funny when Joe and Melissa kiss and Antonia gets so you know creeped out and I was it just reminded me I was like why is why is kids like at all kids why do they get creeped out when they see their parents kiss like it doesn't matter how <laughs> loving of a family you come from seeing your parents kiss as a kid is the grossest thing in the world and why is that in us i don't know it was just funny I think, to me you know i think it do you think it ever comes back to like like thinking about how you were created <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I mean i think that I might be a little bit of it like because because parents are like you can't kiss people until you're 18 years but she's old. older no i think That's she's true. isn't she like 15 oh yeah, I mean, she's like 15. Yeah, she's 15. Like, she's kissing boys now. Oh, yeah, she's a boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A boyfriend. I don't know. I think, I just think it makes you think about, and your mind, your mind goes wild, I think. <laughs> <laughs> every time, okay, every up. time we say no, no, I, I, and I need someone to create this, and maybe this is insensitive, but. I want like a Destiny Child, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like a montage of no, no with no, no part two featuring Wyclef, like underneath. <laughs> oh my God. No, 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 oh, no. That's that one of my favorite. A, I was like, <laughs> I didn't need to be songs. watching that at 4 p.m. I was like, why am I crying in my living room at 4 p.m. watching no, 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 no and no, <laughs> and no, the, the nuance of no, no, and no, nah. No, nah, exactly. <laughs> right? No, 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 nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you know, what do you do after after you get your second pastel drawing of your parents? What do you do with them? <laughs> what, what do you? Yeah, where do you put these things? Where, where do they go? 
They go on your wall. Oh, <laughs> Kix is at home. Kix is at our childhood home right now. I'm at our parents' house. <laughs> I, I am like I was just stressed out. Anytime I see a white party on TV, I just get stressed out. Like I have like only successfully been able to wear all white one time and not get anything on it. But like I just like all of them like with wine at this memorial in all white. I was like, I just get stressed out. I, I can't agree. do it. I completely agree. Yeah. I thought you were going to say well, every time I see 30 people in New Jersey during COVID, I get stressed out. <laughs> well, that's it. Because this party, um, no, this party was a party that belonged in a post-COVID world. Yeah, there was a lot. But of yes, kicks. Go, go but I was going to say, yeah. famously, I do spill um, everything constantly. So the only time I'll be wearing white is like at my wedding, I think. And maybe it'll be an off white. <laughs> yeah, I, I was <laughs> actually I going spill. to encourage you not to do that at your wedding because I don't think it would I go spill, well. like I will be drinking the whitest of wine and the the Blanco tequila. <laughs> Kix would like, so Kix and I used to live together here in the city in this apartment. And she would like, <laughs> first of all, on, <laughs> we're about to venture into some territory. First of all, Kix is known, well, Kix and I are both known to have uh, a bed wine moment, obviously. Like on a Friday night, you're watching your housewives or your shows and you have some wine in bed and Kix loves a red wine moment. And famously, Kix would always have stains on the side of her bed because she would drop the red wine in a wall. I would like pick up the wine and then set it down, but I wouldn't set it on no, the you, table. You would always, would you would always come in my bedroom and you would lay down in my bed and you would go to set the wine down on the coffee table and miss it and just drop it on the ground and the red wine goes all over the bedroom, on the wall, on the sheets, on the top sheet, on the fitted sheet, all of it. Uh, that's the worst. And you and you and red wine is your is your drink of choice, which. Yes, and white is where like everything furniture wise. I'm always like, I need the white comforter, the white couch, <laughs> the white pillow. You need my red wine colored everything. <laughs> oh my god! So there you go. Um, no, but I agree. I too would spill red wine or whatever all over myself at a white party. I mean, not to be trusted. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, I also I couldn't get over Teresa being like, Yo, we. Through doves and now there's swans. I'm like the, literally the correlation. Like do the, it doesn't <laughs> like exist. the doves at the funeral versus the swans that always exist here. Like I don't know how you're like that's no 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 no. She thinks does she think doves turn into swans? I think she thinks like I in a Pokemon so. evolution. Like that is that is their ultimate that is their ultimate form. I don't think that anyone should tell her otherwise. Yeah. Like similar to like a Pokemon, it's like their last <laughs> yeah. like glow up. And what did they throw into the the bay? Was that rose petals or paper? I think it was rose petals. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I was just like, I thought they just threw up a bunch of shredded paper into the bay, and I was like, what is happening? Like, <laughs> like their tax returns <laughs> that they shredded. <laughs> yeah, Kiki, it's the Jersey Shore. I think I think there's been worse things in that water than a little bit of paper. <laughs> <laughs> so I, th- I yes but i do think it was i do think it was roses um what, what else? i think that i think that's kind of new jersey you know i know yeah. there wasn't there wasn't much on either of our shows this week i feel like you know um and we got our mid-season trailer for jersey last week i believe it was and i was a little underwhelmed because there wasn't much in it outside of more joe and melissa drama and i just i'm still struggling to believe that and- that drama is real or not and like Teresa dating men, yeah, which is like work. 
but right great i mean awesome uh, yeah like yeah well yeah i feel like it's gonna be a sleepy season but i'm here for sleepy season (laughs) and like that's why like you know as much as like as terrible as danielle is it's honestly like she does make a good season like i can't deny that you need the catalyst Mm -hmm. there she also makes great ig live (laughs) when she's watching the season yeah so if you don't know if it's you... almost the best part of every episode is like watching the clips from usually joe gunn shout yeah, out joe will the repost best. him because he's obsessed with her well <laughs> He'll, like post a compilation video it's it has wait did you see done. joe okay shout out to joe gunn love you joe joe recently posted that danielle's podcast got a name change because it used to be apps it used to be absolutely danielle <laughs> guess what it's been changed to what danielle Absolutely. No, stop it. No. Why? Why? No. It just has a different ring to it, I guess. No. Is there a comma after Danielle? Yeah, Danielle. Absolutely. Absolutely, Danielle. Podcast is spelled wrong. Which housewife? Danielle. Danielle. Oh, absolutely was spelt wrong on the first version of it. Oh my god. Who is running this, the operation over there? Huh? Dan- Not I, I, your I'm going to tell no. you, Kiki, is, <laughs> it is absolutely Danielle. <laughs> um, okay, so on absolutely Danielle, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with our final segment with Kiki. Okay, and we're back. Uh, Kiki, before we get into our fun little wrap-up segment that we like to do here, uh, I just want to say thank you again for coming on. I know that uh, you are blowing up and so popular, and you didn't have to take time to talk to us today, but you did, and and we we love you for Please. it. Please, I am not yes, popular. We're so, <laughs> <laughs> we're so glad I mean, you came on. It was so nice to yes, meet you. So nice to meet um, you. And just chat all things bravo and we love your instagram yeah so we're much. constantly Thanks. sending your your takes and everything to everyone we know yeah so. <laughs> i love um, that do we, we honestly send it to each other i'm like yeah I've, I've, yeah do you have, yeah, can, do you have friends yeah. like that where you like send each other memes and it's like i follow best of grinder as well like why do you expect <laughs> that i didn't see this <laughs> that's us with your with your account though um no but we like to wrap up on uh, a fun chat after we've gotten to know each other a little bit about whether or not we think each other would be good on reality television or not. And more or not, we rather you just get creative and like find a spot and it doesn't have to be like conventional. It doesn't need to be Bravo. It doesn't need to be, um, you know, anything housewives related. It can be just anywhere. So, uh, Kix and I will, uh, give kind of our thoughts on where we think you would work in like the television sphere. And then I will wrap up on your takes on the two of us. Okay. Okay. Um, so I, you know, I loved you on the Bravo chat room, uh, like IG live that happened with Portia, which I can't believe you got to be in the same space. And by space, I mean, phone screen <laughs> as Portia Williams. Yeah. How was that? That was so much fun. I was like very, I got freaked out because when I joined, it was like frozen for a bit and I was uh-huh. like, <gasps> but then it worked. And so I was like, okay. No, it I was epic. It. And i freaking died for your verbatim phaedra parks sperm in the pizza box whole thing can you do any of it for us right now or or... oh my gosh i haven't done i mean i think i probably could um i can remember most of it um and why you sitting around running around talking about 
my husband and the and the father of my, of my children, children. <laughs> while you spend your weekends peddling through or no, will you spend your sperm weekend banks, yeah. at sperm banks peddling through catalogs <laughs> trying to find a donor? Girl, you don't know if your baby daddy's going to be an axe murder or a child molester, but what you will know <laughs> is that he needed $10 to get him a medium-sized pizza so he ejaculated in a cup so you could have a kid. Now check that. It that. like literally and like the, the yeah, side yeah. and then the turnaround. <laughs> she turns literally to the like side. Shakespeare who because like that has like true scansion to it. Like it like literally is like yeah. and your husband da, 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 da. like there's really only one way to read it and you do yeah. it. Like it's like right. like it's like iambic <laughs> pentameter. Like t- truly. <laughs> no, but what I was gonna say though is and I've and we say this to like a couple of Bravo accounts that come on, and. It's not just like a throwaway phrase, but I really mean it. I really want like there needs to be well, Bravo chat room's fun. I want there to be a Bravo chat room, but with people that like are not Bravo lebs that have like real takes on Bravo, you know. Like, and I would love to see you and Chelsea of Ono Bravo and Moni and Raven of Mainly Bravo, Steve Faces by Bravo, you know, like you guys sitting on a Zoom call or IRL like on a couch, just like chatting about these things and like and even like like doing an impression like that or a reading of a housewife slime <laughs> like that it's so fun to hear fans because like you i you you recognize yourself and then when you see them win like that yeah. and it would just be so fun i just would love it and granted that's not like reality but like that's 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 no, like where yeah, in the sphere i would fun. see you i think i think it would be I great find, i find that you would make good television like pretty much across the board like I would see you on Amazing Race or like Real World or even just like on Real Housewives. Real World, I see a lot. I think you're right, Kicks, about that, definitely. I tried out. They didn't want me then. <laughs> Years ago. Which Real World did you try I don't out even, I don't remember because it was like one that was like a legit audition tape that I sent in myself with my home video. Mm-hmm. The other was like MTV showed up to our campus and they just like had a tent on the quad and like yeah. they like were like just come in for you know you get like a 30 second read so that one i don't know what it was for yeah my friend when we were in college had she was like in last call auditions for real world and she had no idea where it was yeah but it was like they were auditioning her like in oklahoma city and it certainly was not going to be in oklahoma city <laughs> <laughs> okay work though i would live for a tulsa real world <laughs> oh my gosh well the the girls that i know in tulsa would nail a real world it would be like bad girls club (laughs) yeah um so is it Um, my turn oh yeah so kiki yes what what, any thoughts on the two of us and we we can be a package i'm thinking like i feel like well tom like immediately just because you know we're looking through screens i can see your apartment it's so well decorated so my immediate instinct is like queer eye where it's just like you are going and just like you know being one of the consultants on that show or you know host consultants like i could totally see that i don't know which position you would play i would just see it just seems like with the apartment you're just like looks really cool so maybe like a karamo lifestyle where it's like what is your job (laughs) (laughs) like like, you're like well on his his job now that we found out in many seasons is just to get like white people in their sure so maybe maybe i'm not the karamo but i just mean like the like (laughs) i just mean like the play yeah yes i would literally love that i um i i love like like 
helping people sounds like such a dumb thing to say, but like, I feel like I can like chat with anyone and I feel like I could, I love watching like, um, what's, what's the Bob, the drag queen show. Um, um, we're here. Um, yes. Like I, 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 I would love to like go into homes and like, like talk to people, you know, that never met a gay person before. I don't know if that's just like our, my Texas upbringing, but I'm familiar with like that conversation. And I, that would be fun. I, I love that. I, we haven't and gotten can, that. Yeah. And I could see like an HGTV situation too, cool. where maybe, you know, where it's like you yeah, go yeah, in yeah. and yeah, like you just redesign someone's, you know, life or home. Oh my God. Thank you. And that'd then, be so fun. Know. I like that. Maybe. Yeah. I like that for you, Tom. And then kicks. Um, I'm trying to remember the name now, but it was, it was on Bravo, but it was like, I think he only did one season where they had a bunch of people come from like the city Brooklyn, I think. And then they had a bunch of people who were living in like, you know, the Oklahoma, like the Midwest, and they were all living in a house together and they had to be partnered up. Um, like they had the same jobs. It was like a hairstylist from Brooklyn and then a mm -hmm. hairstylist from Oklahoma. And they were all living together and trying to understand each other's lives. It was kind of like blue against cool. red. And I'm trying to remember the that name was on of the Bravo? I feel like, yeah, it was on Bravo. Oh I'm like, what, that what sounds is like that such show? a great show. And someone who's listening is like, yeah, I know, yeah. I know. That's the thing. It's but like, yeah. we could be Googling it, but it's like, and, and I loved it because it was, you know, as New Yorkers, as Brooklyn, you know, we all would go in thinking like, oh, of course we're going to be on the side of all the city people. But it was an mm -hmm. interesting show because what really happened was like a lot of the red people, red state people um, were actually really cool. And it, it was just an interesting show that was kind of like and it really showed the like Brooklyn like specifically this one Brooklyn girl just being such an elitist and it mm. really came across as nasty even though she thought she was like telling them a thing or two and I was like oh god you know and it was just like just showing like I hope I don't remind no, you but I could, it was only this one girl who was like that but I could see you like no, no, trying no. to be this person that's like trying to like get along and be like look like we have differences but like you know, we're actually the same because we have the same job. <laughs> and like, because that was really what it was about. It was like, you know, one, you know, one guy was like maybe a bartender in New York, but then like the bartender in Oklahoma. So they have this common ground. And so cool. how do they get along? So maybe something like that, where it's more about like, we're showing you like sociology. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Kix so Kicks works in, um, in jewelry, like in the jewelry field here in New York City. So I'm picturing her like going bat to bat with like a Claire's employee from Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, fact, so, uh, how do you, how do you pierce ears? Ear oh, really? Oh my god! Oh, nice. <laughs> okay, that's Kiki, an important job. Can we talk about many, that though? Many ladies. That huh? is a. That's like that is as a once closeted child, obviously. Like that's like a gay. That's like a gay icon. Like when you're a kid, you're like. When you look yes. into Claire's, like, because you can't go in because you're too scared that someone will notice that you walked into Claire's and the woman piercing ears, you're like, that's like the babysitter. Do you know what I'm talking about? How like, you know how the babysitter is cool? Like, or like, or your older yeah. sister's friends or like, your like, like, do you know what I mean? Like that character, like there's yeah. that caricature when you're growing up that you're like, that is a cool person and one of those one of those caricatures is a Clara's ear piercer 1000% that is a insanely cool job to have when you were younger how old were you were you like in high I, I school I think I was yeah I was in high school and yeah I mean maybe I was 16 and they didn't that's even cooler they didn't me. give us any training 
literally they were like i like applied with like a paper application and then it was like i was like i want to be an ear piercer and they're like okay and then they're like you know it was pretty much the same home kits that you used to be able to buy and take home but right, you yeah. right. store so they're clear used to be able to buy them at clear yeah. it's like there i don't know if it they did it on purpose or they just didn't give a fuck but you would be, like buy the nice earrings that are in the like locked case and they would come with the gun yeah <laughs> my context for ear piercing of how you do it goes directly back to parent trap and i think of like an apple course, and ice yeah. and a cotton ball i'm like yeah you put the apple behind the ear and then you ice with the like to make it numb and then you stab <laughs> it like that that's like the only context i have for it <laughs> that's i know they sold the guns there that's crazy they i again i'm not sure that they were ever supposed to but you could especially like for some reason the one at grapevine mills mall shout out <laughs> to that trash um you could buy it with the gun together okay. but there was some that you couldn't yeah that i used to we used to pierce all over the place with that thing even though it said just do the lobes we pierced everywhere what do you mean by everywhere <laughs> well i mean like we would i think one of my friends even tried to do their cartilage you know like the upper but okay. like we definitely did like belly buttons we definitely like we were just trying to pierce anywhere even though that didn't really work because you need a hoop for that but like we're trying to just like make holes with anything with that god i'm happy we didn't go <laughs> south of the belly button <laughs> no 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 god no you're like yes i pierced a clit at clear <laughs> and i no longer have a clit <laughs> good <laughs> well on that note <laughs> um kiki you're an icon you are a claire's <laughs> clip piercer uh tiktok icon uh, before we let you go can you plug all of your all of your stuff um yeah it's uh tiktok the talk of shame ig the talk of shame and hopefully in a few weeks i'll be able to announce the podcast do we do you yeah. want me to edit out any podcast stuff or oh no is it i can talk it? about it but it's just okay. like you know until it's really up and running <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. of course well congrats on that that's super exciting and i can't believe we, we we got you in here before that that all blows up so that's that's super exciting and congrats thanks um yes follow her she's amazing i would be shocked if anyone listening to this doesn't already follow her but do it if you haven't um you can follow me at the tom hamlet you can follow kicks at kicks hamlet that's spelled c-i-x Yep. And then uh, you can follow the podcast at Dumpster Dive Pod. Once again, we just launched our Patreon. We just finished covering uh, the real world uh, homecoming there on the Patreon. And we are about to start covering Flavor of Love season one there. So check that out. I mean, how iconic is that season? So Amazing. Um, and uh, rate, review, subscribe, follow us on all the places and have a fantastic uh, Friday. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye-bye.